Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Lost Podcast. I can't. <laughs> Guys, work. it is a Thursday. It it's Thursday, it is, damn it. It's an no, effing like Thursday, is how I we feel like about Thursdays. it right now. Oh how everyone God. feels about Mondays is how I feel about Thursdays, okay? It's just a day because I lost something that I really needed to not lose, and my kids have a half day, and now I'm all stressed out, and so, meh. So, Thursday. Thursday. We're going to pull it together because we're professionals and that's what we do. So. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, we decided to keep it light and fun today. So, we're doing sort of a speed round of this or that. And so, we have some topics about photography. So, lighting, composition, perspective, lens, time of date, and location. And Meg and I are each going to give our number one, like preference in each of those categories why we like it and then a little tip for our listeners so meg has written down her answers i am deciding to go off the cuff so shocker shocker i forgot my pen in the other room oh my gosh (laughs) thursday thursday it's been been a day it's only 10 34 it's been a day I'm going to in and out today. That's all I have to say. Oh, <laughs> not without me. I'm oh, going to in and out. Do you want me to come and stop by and come get you before well, lunch? Come swing by Massachusetts. <laughs> okay, no problem. And come Friends, pick me up thing. and bring me to in and out. I love okay. in and out. We'll go hang with the palm trees. Yeah, That's my please. favorite could location. We'll get to that we, soon. Could we please? Because <laughs> it's dreary here and I don't like it. <laughs> Can you just move away from there finally? And we won't have to talk about the drear anymore. I know. The drear know. will be but in the what, rear. What, would it be our podcast if I wasn't complaining about the weather and making fun of you because you say it's cold? I'm sure you'd find something else to complain about. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> I'm going to complain that all my flowers are falling off my wall. <laughs> Hey, but that's fun. Oh. Uh, new thing with the studio is I get to change up this teal wall all the time with fun new things and props, and I'm having a grand old time with it. So last week was the fun, crazy rainbow fa- arch flower. Yeah, flowers. Oh, okay. And what are you doing a, now? the rainbow arch. Yeah. Well, now I disassembled the rainbow arch, aka ripped flowers that I wanted out of it, and I've taped them upside down to the wall in a sporadic, chaotic mess. No, it's not that <laughs> chaotic, actually. It's in a straight line. <laughs> and in uh, rainbow assortment. And now we're going to proceed to take self-portraits because it's fun and I can and I want to. So there. Yay! Yay! So yeah, having lots of fun with the studio teal wall and... Yes, but unfortunately, now my flowers are falling off. I can see the tape, like, starting to peel and, like, one side's, like, flapping off. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to have to do some magic with that. Yeah. Well, I actually did a whole bunch of self-portraits last week. And so this is why – so I'm in a mood right now because – so – I have done something that I've never done before, or I think I've done something I've never done before, and not in the, like, a good way. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> so, so last week, I, so I'm in a, in a monthly day in the life group. We did, I did a day in the life last week, and I 
got a bunch of people to join me and we decided we wanted to do it monthly. And so it was last Thursday. It was St. Patrick's Day. So that morning I had, so I had my camera out. I was doing my hourly pictures. I also had a newborn session. And so I was, I shot my newborn session. And so because my kids were in school, like a lot of the photos were just of me. So like I was getting sort of, you know, creative and, and whatnot. And now I can't find the freaking memory card. And I thought maybe that I just like hadn't gone through all of them. So I have a lot of memory cards. I have 32 memory cards, 31 32, 32 memory cards. And That's a lot of cards, friend. Well, when you shoot weddings. I have like four. <laughs> yeah, but when I shoot weddings, I need four cards because each of my cameras takes two. And then I don't erase the cards ever until I've delivered the galleries. So like at any given point, I need to have four cards in my camera. So, which I did not do this particular day. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't shoot two cards. You in didn't follow day. procedure. There's protocol for a reason, Mel. Well, I don't usually shoot to two cards for like regular sessions. Um, I only really do it for weddings. But yeah, so but not, so I had been shooting and then the card filled up <laughs> and then I took it out to put it in a new card. And I am like 99.9% positive that I put it right back in my card holder because I always do. And but I have gone through every single card twice and I cannot find that day. And I had shot the day before because we had a bunch of crazy fog last week. And so I had shot the boys out on the day before on the 16th. I can't find those. Can't find anything from the 16th or 17th or the, the morning of the 17th. I have the card that shot the second half of the day on the 17th, but not the first half of the day. So the only thing I can think is that I accidentally formatted it. But I know, like, oh. I double-check all of my cards before I format them because I had a wedding on Saturday. And I had a bunch of empty cards already because it, it's been slow. So, like, either I have a card that's not numbered that's in my house somewhere or I formatted it. But that's now I'm running. going to drive you crazy. <laughs> it is 100% going to drive me crazy because <laughs> now, now I'm going through and I'm running recovery software on the cards that I formatted to see if it could find anything on the off chance that I did. And... Like, there's nothing. And, like, I know. I double-checked every single freaking card before I formatted it to make sure to double-check, to triple-check. I know I wouldn't have formatted it. So I still feel like there's a card somewhere that maybe just isn't labeled. Like, I have a whole number system, and now I can't find it. And, like, I'm, I am bummed about the day in the life thing, but, like, and I... My, I know my clients are very sweet and I'm sure they'd be fine for me to reshoot the newborn session. Like, I've never done this before. I just... I feel like the card is somewhere. So just send all of the positive thoughts that I mm -hmm. can figure out where this card is or I find it or something because I'm super stressed out right now. <laughs> oh, friend, I'm so I'm sorry. So, so stressed out right now. Okay. I feel your pain. Um, but you know what? Let's let's do this. <laughs> Try and make a <laughs> podcast episode we have today. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. Let's do it. But that's why that's why I'm in a mood today. Oy. All right, aye, so. Aye. Okay. We are going to go through these topics and we are going to just sort of say what our top number one, number one choice is for each of these. I have a fun, like, extra thing that we can do Ooh. for this. Okay, perfect. We can try to guess each other's choice. Ooh. Okay. Who goes first? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, the guesser, would have to guess. Okay, so do I, I guess you and then you go? Yes. Okay, so lighting. 
Well, it's got it's got to be golden hour. Well, that would be time though. This is oh yeah, so oh oh true. oh you mean like backlight? Oh okay okay yeah, I gotcha I gotcha yep okay. I'm gonna say backlight. Ding 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 winner winner Yay! Chicken, winner. Good job. Keep a track. So why <laughs> yeah. do you like why do you like backlight? Uh it just gives this. I guess it really gives like a nostalgic feel for me, and that's a big element in my work. It's very challenging to capture, so I also like that. It's just pretty. <laughs> I'm just like it I'm is pretty, thinking yeah. in my mind why why do I love backlight so much? I but like literally, that's light. that is my go-to type of light whenever I'm shooting something. I mean, it's like put the light behind a subject and. Spin yeah. and twirl and go. Mm -hmm. I think a lot, too, is it gives that dramatic effect. And that is why I like it. Because uh, I know this. Well, I can't say that. Yeah, it, it, it brings the drama, whether it is during golden hour or any time of day. Or if it's indoors and it's, you know, blasting past your subject is what I typically capture. So, yeah, I like it for the dramatic effect. It gets it nice. a little extra. My tip, I'm actually going to give an editing tip. Okay. Yeah. Switch it up a bit here. For backlight, one thing that maybe some don't think about trying is using the dehaze slider in Lightroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will actually give you two tips for this. So it when you're using it for backlight, obviously you're going to want to decrease the amount of haze. So you're going to slide it to your right. But, however, when you are shooting in, like, full sun, you know, our favorite time of day, that was sarcasm, uh, <laughs> you're going to want to slide that puppy to the left because that's going to brighten up all those harsh shadows that are in that horrible time of day of mm -hmm. full sun. And so, yeah, that is my tip to you. So dehaze is your friend. For backlighting, slide it to the right. For full sun, slide it to the left. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, you have to guess mine. Oh, oh. Mm. Crap. Do, do, do. I do, 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 Does it include like do, 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 environmental do, do, do. elements? No, that would be perspective or composition. Okay, fine. Sidelight? <laughs> I, I am going to go with side light. That is my answer yes! for today. Yes. <laughs> now, don't get we me wrong. We are best friends. We are besties. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love a good backlit shot. I mean, come on. It's, ah, yeah, uh, yeah, it's I love it. I am feeling myself drawn, though, more to like a side light, a slightly more dramatic sort of look. I have a spot in my house where I used to do a lot of self-portraits and they were always side lit. Mm -hmm. So there was a big window to the, to my right. And I just like, I like a good window light. I like a good side lit portrait. I like being able to play with like how much fall off there is and how, how harsh or how soft it can be. I don't know. I just like the I like the variety of being able to really play around with the light and, and not that you can't do that with other lighting ways, but like I just feel like side light, there's a lot of 
options there, especially I love a good black and white. And I feel like a, a side lit image is a lot of fun to play with, with, cause you have a lot of shadows. And so, yeah. And I'm also, I don't know, like I'm really, I've been really enjoying like direct light lately too, but that's more of a recent thing. So we'll just say for the purposes of our game today that it's side light. <laughs> awesome. And so I would say with side light, my tip is really play around with your, you have to really be careful with your exposure with side light because depending on, depending on where your subject is facing and depending on how close or far away they are from this, from the lighting source, like in a window, for example, like if you're shooting inside a home, the closer you are, the, you know, the, the more dramatic the difference is going to be between the side that's lit and the side that's dark. The further away you are, like it becomes less and less harsh the further away you get. So play around with where you're positioning your subject. Play around with how much of them is facing toward the window versus if it's just a true like side light situation. And then just make sure that you're really watching your exposure because in order to be able to edit well, you want to make sure that you're getting it right in camera. And so you want to make sure your highlights aren't blown. You want to make sure your shadows aren't muddy. And when you are side lighting that way, both those things can happen. So you've got to try to find a sweet spot. So that is my tip. Yay. Okay. Good. Composition. Do you want me to guess first or do you want to guess first? Um, You guess first. Center. Yeah, I am a <laughs> chronic center chronic. comper chronic yeah chronic it's bad <laughs> but it's like i don't know i feel especially because i do a lot of portraits why is it bad though i don't I, because it's just not a variety i guess yeah but i do throw i mean when i'm when i'm planning out my portfolio or my instagram feed i do try to switch it up there where they're not all center comped but when i am yeah. shooting i find that i am going to the center for the most part if i'm not see trying now, to get see now i'm going back in the, in the frame i'm looking back through my instagram feed yeah let's see <laughs> check it out was, mel let's check it out it's gonna be pretty clear <laughs> i'm not checking yours because i got a guess still yeah but. That's that's pretty. It's pretty clear. It's pretty obvious. It's hard too because in Instagram it's all squares, so everything is sort of centered in the darn squares. Darn squares. You know, I used to not post in squares for a very very long time. That's true. Way back in the day, I had the nice white borders. You did. That's when you only shot iPhone. Yeah. Mm Hmm. So long ago. Okay. So. Um, but also another reason that I like to shoot center is because in post for editing, uh, I think that's my key right now is I'm going to give you all the editing tips and I'll <laughs> give you all the shooting tips. Uh, in post, you can comp it any way you want. So I feel like there's yeah, more yeah. room to play if I have my subject centered and then I can change my my uh, focal point or my my scene that way later right you can crop it into whatever whatever you want it to be yeah yep so that's why i like center unless i have like something you know a specific vision in mind or or there's a specific way i want to tell my story and i feel like Mm -hmm. a a third is a better uh 
view. A better way. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But for the most part, yeah, center is where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mel, you are. Thinking. I'm going to say you're a third. So would, so here's my question, I guess, would composition, just like where our subject is placed, like that's all we're talking about right now. Or like no. full frame, you know, like, like where they are, in, where your subject is in, in the frame. Okay, yeah, I would say that's probably first. true. I think third. I'm very center focused as well. Although I do like, I do like a third. I think I used to do it more often than I do now. But the reason why, and this maybe goes into perspective a little bit, the reason why I like my subject to be centered is because I love really wide environmental shots. And mm -hmm. so sometimes, like, you know, using a third, the rule of thirds works in that sort of situation. But a lot of times I'm trying to sort of like encapsulate the environment around the subject. And so... Yeah, so I would say I probably do default to center a lot, but I do, I think also, I do probably use the rule of thirds too as well. I probably like shapes second. define your comp a lot too, such as you use a lot of like leading lines or mm -hmm. windows. And with windows, you have to obviously center or position them in a very specific way in order to capture the window in the frame. So it has to be very yeah. strategic. Um, I do. Or, I think architecture does inform a lot of my work. Yeah. Like, or, or there's like a newborn shot, but there's a piano in the shot. So the piano is your line to your subject or they're yeah. parallel to each other. I would I say that's like accurate. These might help a little as we we're talking about these, uh, these topics here. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, like if I'm, if I'm not, Either, yeah, I think that's true. If I, even if I'm center focused, specifically indoors and, and outdoors too, I do like to try to lead to the subject. So I am, or frame the subject. So I am using a lot of leading lines. I am using a lot of like framing, whether it's through doorways or windows or, you know, architecture, or whatever the case might be, just because that's sort of what speaks to me, I think. And that's sort of how my, my eye works. I like to frame things. <laughs> Right. Um, so that's sort of how it works for me. And I think that's just part of, part of that is just training your eye to see those things and seeing how you can incorporate things like leading lines in, like I'm in my mind, I'm thinking of this picture I ha I took last year at a, a session of a family on a beach and there was a big like boardwalk. The kids were running down to get like actually down to the beach. And so, you know, it's like, it's a big wide sort of environmental shot, but the the boardwalk itself is in the middle of the frame. The kids are in the middle of the frame. It's a, you know, it's a horizontal oriented picture, but so you're, it's center framed, but center focused, but you have, or center composed, what I'm trying to say, but you also have those leading lines that are leading your eye right to the kids. So, mm -hmm. or like if you're, if you're shooting at a place that has, like I'm thinking I, I did an elopement in Maine uh, just about a year ago, actually. And we were shooting at this city hall and beautiful, beautiful building on the outside. And it was like side staircase and it had a high, like a high wall. 
And so it was perfect because they were just they were just enough taller than the wall that like I could use the wall as a leading line to them. I do like I do like a good leading line. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So whether it's so which I guess maybe falls into perspective a little bit, too. But. All right. So Meg's perspective, Meg likes a good low shot. I feel like I'm always taking I'm always seeing Meg like sitting on the ground when she's taking pictures. <laughs> Sitting, lying, you know. I know. I have so many pictures of her from Palm Springs just, like, on the ground, like, in the dirt. <laughs> and it's funny because I don't even think about it. You know, like, when you're working, yeah. out, you're like, oh, dang it, I got to do squats or lunges. Oh, no. When I'm shooting, there's a camera, like, to my face. There's there's no thinking. I'm squatting a bazillion times. I'm lunging. I'm climbing. Right. I'm doing whatever it takes to get this shot. And the next time, I'm like, oh, what the heck did I do? Oh, Why does my back hurt? Why do my legs hurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, know. Yeah. I see pictures of myself after I'm shooting. I'm like, well, that's why my back hurts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I look like so a weirdo. My my famous one is I'll get uh kind of like I'll get on my butt and then I'll lay back where I'm not laying all the way down on my back, but I'm kind of at like a 45 degree angle. It's the most uh, uncomfortable thing I've ever <laughs> seen somebody do. I have I'll have to find maybe that'll be our our podcast cover photo. I have a picture of you oh from Joshua Tree like that. Like literally like she's do you flat really? on her I do. She's or it's a video, but like she's, I'm doing she's a sit up. <laughs> she's flat on her back but like her shoulders are off the ground. It's I'm like how is this, this how is this comfortable? I'm going to have to find it. Is it is not yeah. comfortable and it's with my, sorry, this is a nice picture, but it's like with my my legs open in like a V, so I'm like shooting yeah. through my my legs. I swear to God, and, I have it. I'm gonna find it, <laughs> and I'm trying not to get my legs in the shot, which is real fun. These splits are coming in handy. <laughs> I'm almost there, and oh, so yeah, it's, funny. It, it's it's like a workout. It's a it's a wonderful workout that I don't think about. That I'm like, man, yeah. I'm sore. <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah um from below uh-huh that's my favorite <laughs> now how do you work that because if you're shooting from below and then you're also shooting with backlight that can be tricky because the light's going to be so much higher than your subject in that from that perspective potentially yeah so i shoot at an angle so i will okay i have to like try to think about this position here as i'm motioning um so I'm at an angle, so I tilt. I basically tilt my camera at the same angle I'm at, so it's kind of at a 45 degree, and it's shifted, so there's not a lot of room at the bottom, but and I have more of my my sky involved. Um, mm. That way, I still get my my light and my sun and everything, um, and I can always crop as as needed. But yeah, to get that light, so I guess. And I think I've said this before. I I honestly have two subjects when I'm shooting always. I have my person, uh, you know, typically my child or children or myself, and I have light. And and those are, they go hand in hand. I'm always thinking about the two and how I can encapsulate both of them at the same time, which has always been fun because I've always, you know, I've I've had to choose you know, am I shooting for my subject? Am I shooting for my sky? Am I shooting for my highlights? Like, what what the heck am I shooting for? And right. typically, my subject always wins. Or uh, <laughs> if I have a gnarly sky that I really want to capture, then I will shoot for the sky and just yeah. adjust and post. But my skin collection, uh, my skin brushes are pretty legit. So if you are shooting for your sky, don't want to blow those highlights, grab my uh, 
precept collection and you'll have some amazing skin brushes to touch up your subject. Just saying. Woot woot. Just saying. All right. So what do you think my perspective is? I sort of gave it away already, but. Oh, crap. Was I supposed to be paying attention? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, um, I've gotten every single one right. <laughs> hold on. I haven't guessed yet. Dang it. Now I want to grab my phone and look, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I feel like it's a slightly above. I would say I do like a good from above shot. There's there's several. I couldn't just pick one because I feel like there's 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 th of course not. I can't play by the rules of my own game. <laughs> I set the rules. I was like only pick one, and now I'm like I have three. I have five thousand. So there's really three main ones that I think I utilize in almost every single session. So one is an environmental shot. It doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing. At some point, I'm going to get a big, wide environmental shot because that is just, I don't know. I just love the story in that. That's, that's probably, that's always on my list. The second is shooting from above. Partly, I think, just because I'm tall. <laughs> so, so still win. Uh, a lot of my shots tend to be from above because I'm taller than my subjects. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> a step ladder, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I'm shoot, even if I'm shooting like an in-home newborn session, like I'm, I am shooting from above a lot. I just like that perspective. And then the other one that I tend to incorporate a lot is shooting through something. So I love, I love the feel of an image where it looks like you're sort of peeking in to what's going on. So especially in like an in-home session, I will typically like stand and shoot through a doorway or I'll shoot through a window or I will sort of start to close a door and shoot through it that way. Or I will shoot if I'm outside, I'll shoot through leaves into my subject. Like I just... I love the story that that creates of sort of like that you're that you're sort of peeking in on what's going on. I just think it's very intimate. And I just and I like the sort of documentary feel of it, like especially with an in-home session, whether it's maternity or newborn or family or engagement or whatever, like that that feel of like if you are walking through somebody's house and as a guest and you just sort of like walked by a room and you saw two people hanging out and they're like, that's that's the perspective I like. So those three I don't think I could even pick between them because I incorporate them into every single session I ever do. So those are my three. And I think with environmental, it doesn't you don't even necessarily have to have like a super wide lens. I do have a 20 that I've been really loving. In fact, when we were out in San Diego, I shot a good portion of both of our sessions in San Diego with my 20, which was really fun because it was just fun to like have the wide shots, but then I could get close to my subject. You do have to be careful with your wider lenses though. So like, I don't see it as much with my 24 as I do with my 20, but the distortion on the edges I was just of, ask you about that. Yeah. So if everything is like sort of like center or even a little bit off center, it's fine. But if you have subjects that are on the very edge of the frame, the distortion is kind of crazy. So I try not to keep my subjects on the edges of my frame because it will like warp the body. Like it's, it's sort of weird. So that part of it, you have to be careful that I don't see it as much as my 24. I do see it with my 20 and I imagine it's probably the same thing. If, if, the wider you get, so like an 18 or a yeah. 15 or something you deal with it. Obviously. And then of course you get into like the fish lens 
fish eye situation but so be careful of that i i don't know i just really like i really like my 20 i've been really enjoying it a lot and so i would just say like yeah so if you're looking to create an environmental an environmental portrait you don't have to have a super wide lens you can still you can still get a similar type of feel even with a 35 it's harder to do with like a 50 or an 85, obviously, but I would say if you have a 35 and you're good to go, it's just a matter of getting some distance from your subject. And I think in that capacity with my environmental portraits, I sometimes, if I'm not shooting with my 20, I do sometimes pull a mag and I get a little bit lower <laughs> and I shoot and I shoot from that perspective because it gives you more of whatever it is you're trying to capture for me. It's maybe the sky, it could be the scenery, it could be the skyline. So if I can't get as much distance from my subject, I can at least sort of like incorporate more if it's, you know, if it's a higher sort of background that I'm trying to incorporate. And then it's really just paying attention to, to the environment in the same way that I'm always sort of looking for leading lines. I'm always sort of trying to figure out like, how can I frame this situation? How can I, how can I tell a story within a story basically? So like, I shot a wedding at a New Year's Eve wedding and we had to do most of our portraits inside. Obviously it was after dark and, and they were in this door. So I was, I was doing that. I was, they were in a room. So it was, it was as I was shooting through two doorways is actually what I was doing, but like there was a room across the hall from where they were. And so I was shooting them like in the doorway of this other room through the doorway of the room I was standing in. And then I realized that also in doing that, that I could see the reflection in the glass of the door that I was shooting through. So that got really fun because it was like, oh, okay. So I need to put them in, you know, use the rule of thirds and get them in the third of the frame so I can get the reflection, but I'm shooting through the door. It was, it was really fun. So I'm always just sort of keeping an eye out for like, how can I frame my subject? How can I tell a story within a story? And it's okay to try things and have them not work too, is the other piece too. Like you might try it and be like, no, nah, nope, this isn't working. And that's okay. But you never really know until you try. And I think that's important too, is just to sort of play around and, and and just give it a whirl. I shoot through windows a lot. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Reflections are funky. Sometimes the windows and the lighting. Sometimes the framing's not working. But, you know, you have a lot of options available to you, so just try them out and see what you like. I like it. All right, lens. Ooh, hmm. This one's going to be tricky because you have a lot of lenses that you love. I do. <sighs> Boy. Okay. I'm going to say it's probably wrong. All right. I was going to say you're 85 because I know you just got it and you love it. But I think it's probably your 35. But I'm going to say 85. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <gasps> Am I right? You're right. Yes. Yes. I love my 85. Love, love, love it. I love it because I love the compression. I mm. just love dreamy bokeh. <laughs> I I've know, right? In love with it ever since I started my photography journey. However, I've always, you know, I've always shot either inside or I've had small children. And so I've always had to be like right on top of them. Yeah. So it never permitted me to really utilize it all that much, which made me cry because I love it so much. And I would love to eventually acquire a 135 because, mm. oh my gosh, the compression on that is just to die for it. And your subject just pops out of the 
scene like no other. But again, I have no use for this because, well, now I shoot in a studio, which is like 10 by 11. (laughs) And, you know, I shoot outside, but I'm still kind of close to the girls. Just I think because I'm so used to always being nearby. But I do tend, since I did get a a new Sony 85 1.4, I do tend to use that a lot more often or when I can or I find an excuse. I've actually even used it in the studio. Hey. Interesting. Uh, When I'm doing some of my portraits, you know, my centered comps, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because I love it so much. But if I am not using my 85, because I cannot, then I do love a good wide angle. So I will throw on my Sigma uh, 35. But I do like my Zoom. I recently... I, I really enjoyed that when I, when I used it when we were in yeah. Palm Springs. I was like... I, no, and I used to have... It's 24 to... Is it 24 to 70? Is that 24 to 70. Yeah, it's a Sigma 24 to 70 millimeter. And I do like it. I just like the versatility that I can honestly be anywhere and be at 24. And if I need to zoom into 70, here I go. So I like that I don't have to move. What's that low aperture on that? Is it 2.4 or 2.8? It's 2.8 is my ripe. Yeah, if it was 2.0 or... No, it is 2.8, right? Yeah. You know, or even wider, I'd be... Such a happy girl, but it is not. Do they so, make a, a wider one? Like, do they make a twenty four seventy? That's that's don't a lower think. aperture. I don't think they do. I don't think so. Yeah, not that I'm aware of, anyway. But I haven't done a ton of research. But I do love that lens again for the versatility. But yeah, I I shoot pretty wide open typically, mm. so. <laughs> Just ask me how many flowers have fallen <laughs> since just, we started this just episode. falling. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but there's been many. I'm just cracking up at this point. Anyway. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> They're just falling to the ground. Drip, drop, drip, drop. Anyways, yes, 85 is my go-to right now when it allows me. Uh, if not, my 35 is awesome. Um, All right, Mel. Yep. Hmm. I'm gonna say you're 35. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's my workhorse. Because, yeah. It's your go-to, and you shoot environmental a lot, especially with your client work. Mm-hmm. So I can see how that would be on your body most of the time. Although you're kind of spoiled and you have two bodies, so <laughs> and you sling them around on your cool sling them a bobber doodad. My uh, my superhero belt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, I do. So my thirty five is always on. I always have one camera, but thirty five. I never See? take my thirty five off. Hold you. Yeah, I know her. What guys? I know I, her. Yeah. And so then my other camera, typically, typically I'm shooting thirty five and eighty five. I don't actually own a fifty. That works on my Sony. My 50 is on my, my my film camera. So I have the 85, I have the 20, and I have a 24. The 24 is, I think it's 2.4, 2.8. And I got it because it's sort of like the nifty 50 version of the really expensive one. What I love about the 24 
is it doesn't have as much lens distortion as we just talked about a little bit earlier, and it's super duper light. So I'm almost positive. Did I take that one to New York with me? Maybe I did take mine 20. I like it if I'm out and about with the kids because it's super light and I can just throw it like in a purse and like my camera, it weighs nothing with that lens on it. So it's great. Like if I'm out and about with the kids and I want to be able to take some pictures, but I don't want to lug my, you know, my 35 around. I do. I love my 35, which is so funny because I shot with a 50 forever, like for freaking ever. That was like the first non kit lens I had. And I shot everything with a 50 everything and I had a 24 to 70 this is when I was sh- still shooting Canon I had a 24 to 70 that I actually bought off of our wedding photographer and that was amazing but that thing was so heavy it was an L series lens and it was beautiful beautiful portrait lens but so so heavy and the 35 I really only I mean it's been probably five four or five years now but I was like I, I think I rented it as I typically do I rented it first then I was like oh yeah I really like this so I had a Sigma with my Canon and my switch to Sony. I, I, I bought a Sigma for my Sony. I just really liked it. And I do. I, it's very versatile, which is what I like about it. I can get close. I can do, you know, get really close shots. I can get environmental shots. It's typically wide enough that I don't have to go with a super wide lens if I don't need to or don't want to. And But you know me, I do love my 85. I do love the compression on the 85 as well. So that's why I'm always shooting with that too, especially for weddings because I don't want to have to be like up in front of everybody and in front of everyone's face to be able to get some closer shots. But I shoot, uh, I know I, I really only ever shot my family sessions with one lens before with one camera. And then when COVID hit and we had to keep our distance, I started shooting more of my 85 because I could be further away and still get good shots. And I was like, why haven't I been doing this the whole time? So I still say I, I take far more pictures on my 35 than I do on my 85 in a family session. But on a wedding, I'd say it's probably 50-50. It's pretty close. I do a lot of like the formal portraits of my 85 on a wedding day and ceremony shots and stuff with the 85. So, but 35, if I had to pick one, it'd be the 35. All right. Time of day. Oh, mm, again, you're being tricky <laughs> lately. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm not so predictable. I know. I know it's golden hour, but I also know that you've been doing this sunrise series, but I'm just going to go with golden hour. That's what I'm going to go with because you're a golden hour girl. So it's going to be golden hour. Yeah. Yep. You are the winner. I winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, buddy. Hmm. What is my tip for golden hour? I'm thinking. (laughs) My brain shutting down because all it can think about is in and out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not hungry at all. (laughs) Stop thinking about cheeseburgers. I can't. Think about golden light. Okay. All right. While you're thinking, why don't you guess what mine is and then we can talk. We can talk together. What's my time of day, Meg? I don't know. You've been rocking the full sun lately. Sheesh. I know. Well, that was sort of out of necessity, not I know. preference. Isn't it always, though? <laughs> <laughs> they would actually choose full sun as their favorite. If you do, I want to talk to you and be your friend so I can talk about full sun that way, too. I know. <laughs> um, ooh. I think you like sunrise. You do some sunrise sessions. 
I, I know, do. I'm I have golden hour for you. It is. It is golden hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's going to try to be tricky, but no. <laughs> I mean, I'll embrace whatever light I have to work with. But if I have my preference, it is always going to be golden hour. I just really love it. It's it's really pretty. And it's the it's the prettiest time of the day. I, I do love a good sunrise session. I do love a good blue hour. You know, and as a wedding photographer, a lot of times portraits are happening in the not most ideal time of the day. So I am dealing with midday sun or or God help me not full sun. But when I was in California, I mean, we did a lot of full sun because I didn't really have a choice otherwise. But yeah, I'm I just you're never gonna be able to to rip the golden hour out of my hands. It's just yeah. it's gonna just I'm gonna hold on to it tight. And I would say Very like yeah, I feel like a lot of the questions I get from people about golden hour is has to do with the, with the sun and the light. And the thing I like about golden hour, especially as it gets a little bit closer to like sunset itself, is that you just have a lot of versatility with where you can place your subject and you can do things like have them face like have the light have have it be direct light on your subject, but it's not like crazy harsh direct light as you get when the sun is higher in the sky. So I feel like the light is more forgiving, but I will say the first, like probably like the most intense time of golden hour can be challenging because the sun can be really bright. It can be a wildly different shade of color. It can be really yellow. It can be really orange. Like I found in California, it was very orange, which it's not here. So like out here on the West Coast, on the West Coast. <laughs> See, I'm like, yeah. okay, I love that already. your heart belongs in the West Coast. It does. Out here on the East Coast, golden hour, it can sometimes be orange, but it's definitely more like a like a gold, like a golden yellow. Whereas I found in California, it was very, very orange. So depending on your editing style and like what your clients are wearing and whatnot, especially if you have them, like if you're shooting them in direct light, like if you flip around and the sun is behind you, that can be that can be a challenge. And I, I, so I think if you're in a position where you can fi- filter your light in some way, like that's really important with golden hour is filtering yeah. your light, whether that's through trees, building, using your subject to help. And that's where that lower perspective can be helpful too. You can use your subject to sort of block some of the light. But yeah, I just, I love golden hour. I love golden hour. And it, I do think it is the most flattering light. I think everybody looks good in golden hour light outfits look really good in golden hour light yeah so you're just never going to be able to pry it out of my out of my hands no yeah all right location all right let's be more specific about location are we talking like like where in the country are we talking like field water mountain like beach like what's what's our criteria I say oh. twofold. It needs to be a like certain, like a geographic place. area, yeah, and then geographical area, and then a certain like type of place you like to shoot in, like environmental place, I guess. Like, okay, outdoors. Well, you're gonna. It's West Coast for you. You need to be a little bit more specific than that, Brent. What California? Where More specific California? than California. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I don't leave California all that often. Where, Like where you are, like Central, Central Coast. No, oh, no, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back. Palm Springs, Palm I'm Springs. Like, <laughs> we can't be friends anymore if you do not get this right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> what Palm Springs. It's What's going on? Thursday. Because <laughs> um, it's Thursday. It's freaking Thursday. <laughs> what so, yes, Meg loves Palm Springs. So, <laughs> which means the desert. <laughs> 
Yes. So and- California, Palm Springs, desert, boom, 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 trifecta. Got it. <laughs> yes, but uh, it's actually very tricky to shoot in Palm Springs, as Mel has now learned that when you're in Southern California desert here, I mean, there's mountains 360. So you're playing the fun mountain game <laughs> wherever mm-hmm. you go yeah. about chasing the light at golden hour. Real good times. So And when it's gone, have- it's gone. Oh, it's <laughs> behind those shadow mountains. It goes from golden hour to blue hour. And it's like there's Real no fast. transition time. <laughs> no. So if or when you shoot out in Palm Springs, because I know all of you want to go out there now to shoot in Palm Springs because it's fabulous. Yep. Keep in mind that... Once, you know, those mountains are high. So even though you think, oh, I got plenty of time, the sun's still way up there in that sky. Uh-uh. You don't. It will start to <laughs> drop and those mountains aren't far behind. So you need to make sure that you are at your location and ready to go and not still driving, trying to find your spot. Yeah. I would say, like, if you plan that you want to shoot, like, typically golden hour is that last hour before a sunset. You gotta jump. You gotta bump that up by at least thirty to forty-five minutes. Yeah, because you just will lose. Make sure you know where yeah. you're going. <laughs> You'll lose light in like in the desert in Palm Springs, Joshua Tree, that area. You will you will lose light a solid twenty minutes before sunset because it goes behind the mountain. So yeah. you might think to yourself like this time of year, oh, sunset's at six. I don't need to get there until four, but you're gonna lose light at five thirty, and yeah. yeah. So just plan plan. Accordingly. All right, Meg. You got a guess for me. Hmm. New or old. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Ideal or realistic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ideal Joshua Tree and the West Coast because she's yes. moving here soon. I will twist her arm into it. Uh-huh. And. Yeah, let's do realistic. Like, what's my my if I if I'm here in Massachusetts, which I or the Northeast, which I am ninety nine percent of the time. Where where's my go to locations? Boston. Ooh, you know, I don't actually know that I have an answer to this. That one sounds good. <laughs> you do a lot of like cityscapes, uh, especially again with client work. But then if we want to like go into like environmental you do a lot of field shooting too and i don't know where you go for that other than like around town (laughs) around town so (laughs) yeah so uh, yeah i think all those are true i do love going into boston i love going into the city there's just a lot of fun fun little quirky places to shoot there and there's oh you can always find something new and different which is what i like about shooting in boston um i'm in boston a lot because a lot of my wedding clients live in Boston and actually a good portion of my like regular portrait clients are even in the Boston, like Metro West area. So um, not where I'm from actually, but yeah, if I'm shooting here around town, there's this one location that I absolutely adore. I mean, give me a tall, a tall field, you know, with tall grass and a couple of wildflowers and I'm, I'm your girl. Like I love, I love that. So, and that's a lot of what we have here, especially from like May through mm, August-ish before the fields get mowed. Um, I just love the texture that it brings. I love the movement when the wind is blowing the grasses. I just, I love it. I love it all. I'll shoot and whatever. You know, what's funny is I actually, um, 
one of the things I don't love. I I think I like the idea of shooting on the beach. I don't actually love the like logistics of it. I find it, mm-hmm. although I, I find the California beach is easier to shoot at than the ones out here. And it's, it's because of where the light sets. So like the sun sets obviously over the water on the West coast. It does not in on the East coast. And so like a sunrise session be great on the beach on the East coast, but the sunset sessions at the beach are actually really challenging because the light is not where you want it to be. So, um, yeah, if I'm going to shoot on the beach, it's going to be West coast, but otherwise I'm slap me in a field and I'm a happy girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was fun. I liked it. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully that inspires you all that are listening to get a little creative, maybe try some different things. If we were talking about some stuff today that you haven't done before, you know, it's always good to experiment, see what you like, see what works. If it doesn't, that's okay. And just keep, uh, you know, keep those creative juices flowing, everybody. Yes, please. All right. And I'm off. Thank you. I'm off to try to find this memory card. This was before supposed to be a short one, though. Did it It was. Happen? It was not. No, <laughs> it was definitely not. wasn't. Sorry, it was not. Sorry, friends. And with that... Goodbye. Adieu. Adieu. <laughs> Bye.